Hello, welcome back to the Manifesting Freedom Money Podcast. If you have been dealing with the same old money patterns and you just want to break through those and you want to start upgrading the amount of money that you can make and what I will get into in this episode, the financial thermostat, then this episode is for you. We are going to talk about how to upgrade your life and while doing that, will upgrade the way that you make money, receive money, spend money, and save money. Let's get into it. This past weekend, I took my bestie on a spa day, treated her to a full spa day, starting with brunch, champagne, everything. And um, we had massages and facials and got to spend the whole entire day at the spa. So they've got like the lounge and the jacuzzi and steam room and sauna and all of the amazing things that we love. The robes. Oh, I love it. I need to live at the spa. My friend had never been to this spa before or a spa that was as um, all-encompassing as this one was, you know, having all of the different amenities. And she was asking me if I had ever been, and this is the spa that I regularly go to, especially with like my VIP coaching clients. And it all started from when I was a VIP coaching client. So I was reminiscing about this, about the first time that I ever experienced the spa and the spa specifically. When I signed up for coaching, I had no business. I mean, virtually no business coming in the pipeline. I had about the exact amount of money that I paid for the coach in my bank account at the time. I was in debt. I had just left the team, so I was totally on my own for business. I was wondering if I had to get another job. I was working all of the time and not seeing results. All of these things, right? All of the things that could really be against you, I was feeling in this time. And I hired this coach, and as part of the coaching package, you got a VIP day at the spa. And for me, I remember being like, that's what made me sign up because I was in such a space where I felt like I would never ever experience that myself. Like I wouldn't do that myself, just go to the spa. And so when the day came for my VIP spa day, it was, I mean, I went all in and I spent all day there just like journaling and going through and really being honest with what my desires were. And I wrote out, that was the day that I got super honest and wrote out what I actually wanted. Every single thing I wrote down, part of me said, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. And I shouldn't even write it down. But I was like, nope, I am going to write this down and I'm going to start taking steps to make this happen. That was the day that I wrote down, I wanted to work 20 hours or less each week on average. And you know, now I work like 10 hours or less each week on average, making multiple six figures, six figures and beyond, and becoming a referral-based business and traveling 12 plus times out of the year. And within a year, maybe a little bit over a year, these things had become my reality. And that spa experience changed 
everything for me. And really, I think any type of luxury experience changes so much for you if you're not used to it. If it's not how you grew up, if it's not what you're around often, if it's not something that the people in your circle or your friends or your family do often or experience or talk about often, when you experience it for yourself for the first time, I truly believe that it shifts you in such a powerful way because I know it did me and I've done this with my clients time and time again, and I love seeing the shifts. It's not just about the luxury. It's not just about the money and like the nice things. It's how you're experiencing what you're willing to receive. It's leveling up what you're willing to receive. It's raising the standards, raising your expectations. It's giving you insight to how life can be for you and how you can live and how you can be treated. If you've worked with me before, you know that I talk a lot about your financial thermostat. This financial thermostat is the idea that your ability of income to receive, make, hold, whatever you want to call it, has a certain number. There's like this threshold that you get to. And if you go over it, you start to do something that brings that number back down to where it feels comfortable, that set point, that energetic set point. Or if it goes lower, if that income starts to dip a little bit too much, you start to feel uncomfortable and you do what it takes to make money to get you back up to that amount. Just like a thermostat, if it's set at 70 degrees, it gets a little too hot, the air conditioning pops on, right? So that it cools down to 70 degrees. So we have this financial thermostat that drives us subconsciously. So we may say, you know, we want to make $300,000 this year, and yet we keep hitting a certain income limit of, you know, maybe 150,000 and it never seems to really get past that. Or if you experience that you get past that 150,000 mark and something comes up, a big purchase comes up so that it brings you back down or something happens where you're about to hit that and all of these clients are falling through and that is how you know that you have a certain financial threshold set point at the number. So take a look at where you might be seeing patterns in your money. For some people, this financial set point is going to be in what they receive. And for others, it's going to be in what they can hold in their bank account. And it will be a combination of these two, but you'll be able to see it stronger in one or the other. So if you are a big spender, then you'll see it most often in your bank account. If you're a bigger saver or investor, then you'll see it more in the money that you can receive slash make. So you can see it's important to be able to stretch and raise that financial thermostat to being a higher number so that you can both earn, make, receive, and hold, save, invest. You want to be able to stretch that number in both areas. So what can we do to raise our financial thermostat? And this is exactly why I started about talking with the spa, because that experience for me raised 
both of those things. It raised it both on the making side and both on the saving side. For you, it might be something different, but choosing an experience that will help you get into whatever luxury vibe means to you, whatever that means to you, get into an experience where it will stretch you on both sides. It will stretch your number and help you raise that financial thermostat. There are a lot of um, exercises that we can do. There's a lot of subconscious work that I do with my clients to help them raise this number as well. But I think sticking with the basics here and do the things that are going to help you raise your standards, raise that financial thermostat. And when you're doing these luxury things, these activities that get you on a new frequency, that's when you want to do the work of choosing where you're going, like getting really clear on your intentions for what you want to create. So Every time I'm in the spa, I always bring my journal because it's like the perfect place to journal. The vibe is so good and I'm in the perfect state of feeling ready to create what I actually desire and not just what I think that I should do or think that I should create. So back in 2015, my very first time at the spa, I'm writing out how I would love to see my life go, how I would love to see my career take off and how I want to spend my days. I was writing out like what an ideal day looked like for me. And I remember saying like, I want to be able to do business at the spa. Like I want to do the same thing with clients and be able to bring them to the spa and have regular spa days with myself and also bring friends and family to experience the same thing with me. So saying that I wanted to have spa days for myself was a strong pull, but it's an even stronger pull when I add in, I'd love to bring my loved ones and gift this experience to them and gift this to my coaching clients so that they have this same shift and experience. Bringing in that impact piece is so huge for the pull in momentum and the pull in creation. Now, years later, of course, I am obsessed with my VIP days with my coaching clients. I love bringing them and having that same experience with them and gifting these things to my friends and my family. So it was my best friend's birthday um, this weekend, and we did it the day before her birthday. I called the brunch place and said, Hey, can you get champagne and a fruit plate ready for us? Just so she felt like totally pampered and taken care of. And then we got massages and facials and I covered everything. And she was like, absolutely not. You are not going to do that, Becca. It's way too expensive. And it was the best feeling in the world to be like, yeah, of course I'm going to do this for you and you deserve it. Like I love you so much. And receive this. And to be able to give her that was so, so special. And not even a part of me said like, oh, this is too expensive, or I was worrying about the cost or anything. Like this was totally all about her. And this is why I love what money can do. And I love making money and earning money and saving money and spending money and giving money, like all of the things, 
because of what it can do. Yes, there are things that money can do that are bad. Yes, there are bad people with money. But here's the thing. When we get the money into good people's hands, the things that they can do with it, the things that they can share and give are so beautiful, so valuable, and so needed. So as you are leveling up, as you are raising that financial thermostat, remember to have those different anchors in place for what money can do, all of the good things that money can do for you and for your family and for your friends and for your community, tying all of those things into it. That will absolutely help your up level as you're raising that number. For many of us, that number where it stops is where we start to feel like it's too much money and there's a negative connotation to too much money for many of us. Like if you grew up in a society or a family that said, you know, they were hardworking people and that the other people are just making too much money and more money than they know what they can do with and that they're wasting money and that they're selfish and whatever. If there's like those negative things on the people that are making over that threshold of money that you feel is too much, then we need to start dismantling those ideas, understanding why we have those beliefs and how we can change them, how we can shift into beliefs that are going to serve us better and start seeking out evidence for people that have a lot of money and are doing great things with it and are experiencing their life through it as well, like actually enjoying their life, but also sharing and giving. I mean, look at examples. There are going to be examples for any argument that you have. And if you have a certain belief, it's a certain bias that your subconscious is going to find the evidence for. It's going to create the evidence for. So if you have that belief that you know rich people are bad or selfish or whatever, you are going to see those things happening. It's that RAS, that reticular activating system that filters out what we see it's going to filter out all of the good people with money and all of the like super wealthy people that are doing awesome things. And it's going to just see the wealthy people that are doing not so awesome things, right? So if we want to become wealthy ourselves, what are the beliefs that you have to hold? Decide what those beliefs are and start putting yourselves in those situations that feels like you are up-leveling, that you are upgrading your self-worth, your self-image, your belief around money, and your belief around standards and how and what you can receive. So having those luxury experiences and start small if you have never had any type of luxury experience, start small. I mean, for me, when I decided I wanted to start having more massages and facials in my life. One thing that I did was go to our Aveda School of Beauty. There's probably one near you if you're in a big area or something similar near you where it's the students that are learning what to do. And so you get to come in and they do the whole service for you. And it's at a much lower rate because, you know, they're students. And so they're 
it's part of their curriculum for learning. But it changed it for me because I was saying like, okay, I'm actually doing this. It's at a little bit different way that eventually I want to do it. But right now, this is what I have the capacity to hold and to spend. And I would go to fancy hotels and get a drink or get coffee or tea and sit in their area and just like be around the people that are going to these hotels. And I would go to high-end stores and walk around. I mean, nothing super high-end. Like in the beginning, I started with like, I would actually go to Nordstrom's and actually look at and try on the clothes and the shoes that were there. I would look at the high-end homes and for homes that were vacant, I would book previews as an agent and go and experience that home. I mean, there are little things that you can do that will help you raise that financial thermostat, that will help stretch you in what is possible, what is like what's even out there for you to spend money on and for you to receive so you can actually have a reason for making more money. You can start to get used to these experiences so that they become your standard. Do what feels exciting and expansive to you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Manifesting Freedom Money podcast, Gratitude and Abundance Queens.